say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Back together again. Oh, yeah. Dude, and gotta... this time, it's personal. You know we have events to plan? Why do we keep doing this? I don't know. The people love it, apparently. Drive! Go! Oh, man. It is a beautiful day out, man. You ready? Yeah. Anthony Magnabosco spends a lot of time in Austin. Yeah, but he's a really nice guy. I'm pretty good with it. Come on, let's right. go. To the phone lines! Ugh. All right. Hello Hello and welcome. (laughs) It's March 17th, 2019, season three, episode 11. I'm Eric Murphy. I'm Jamie Boone. And oh my goodness, man, we are getting things ready for next weekend. Oh my gosh, Eric, what is next weekend? Next weekend. I have not heard yet. Next weekend, we are going to be celebrating the first International Atheist Day and... um, Actually, we yes, put together we a video, and I'm really proud of it. So let's see if we can throw that up really quick. Around oh. the world, secular groups are gathering this March to celebrate the first International Atheist Day. While we encourage atheist groups to come together and celebrate, we invite you to join us. Because lacking religion does not constitute hate. Because in many parts of the world, disbelief can have tragic consequences because it's time to create an international community because where we can be counted we should stand up this March 23rd and join us as we demand to be counted damn I like that Boom. Right? I do too, but I've just realized something yeah. What's up? that I'm going to say about that video that I don't think you're going to like. What's up? Because, and also, I don't think it makes that much sense. For whatever reason, I was reminded of the Beethoven series from my childhood with the large dog. Yeah. And at the end of that, I just heard Beethoven, 17. The dog is an atheist. Oh my God. 
And it's like, this is such a weird thought. I have, I absolutely have to share this. This summer. Can't be only in here. In a world. Uh, yeah. In a world <laughs> where dogs become sentient and intelligent. Well, it's a, They're well, like, what the F humans? Of course not. All right. <laughs> So Jamie's back and on form, and I'm really, really yep. happy you're back, man. Um, mm-hmm. So got a couple other quick announcements before we hop into Knock uh, out. more stuff. Uh, as always, we are going to be thanking our top five patrons on the air uh, about two-thirds of the way through the show. If you would like to become a patron – oh, I'm sorry. Let me redirect your attention to – at the bottom of the screen, it says atheistdayaustin.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to know more about Atheist Day coming up on Saturday, go to atheistdayaustin.com. Yeah, there are no tickets. Come over, show up, hang out, meet us all. It's going to be friggin' amazing. And it is. We're really, free. really excited. Yes, and, and you know what? We've been getting emails from people saying that they're flying in from all over the world to come I see this. I know. The I'm really excited. Is on for right? this event to be completely godless. I think we can do that. Yeah, I think we can do that. I think yeah. everywhere at every point in time has completely done that. So, all right. <laughs> Jamie is in top form today. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to say was if you'd like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash talkheathen to me. That's patreon.com slash talkheathen to me. Our producer Mark is on point today. Mark, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to donate uh, as little as a dollar an episode, that's what keeps us going. And that's what's yeah. able, that's what empowers us to not only keep the lights on and do other shows, but do awesome events like yeah. Atheist Day Austin. Austin. Yes. Other things that we're able to do now yeah. is we're able to have a magazine with which the newest issue mm-hmm. is out. Boom. Boom. Right? Mm-hmm. So definitely check it out. I'm really, really excited about it. Chris Donlin knocked it out of the park like he always does. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an amazing team of writers, our editor. I just everyone were really, really stoked about it. Um, let's let's see. not forget the man that makes their their collaboration and effort possible, our director of communications. Yep, yep. Yeah. I know that Cheers. you can't thank yourself because that's, that's not weird. how that works. It's weird. Um, so, and then after Atheist Day, things are going to be picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm going to be at Faithless Forum, and I believe you are going to be as well. I'm going to be paneling, yep. but people can come and see us Ooh. at Faithless Forum in Dallas. Yep. And then after that, the we're going to be at the American Atheist Convention doing a live show on the main stage. So if you want mm-hmm. to go to the American Atheist Convention, mm-hmm. uh, it is April 19th. To the twenty first, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, I believe tickets are still on sale. So check it out because it is going to be a lot of fun. We had so much fun last year. Yeah, and it's going to be fun again. Fun on a bun. Sorry if you avoid calories. It's worth it. Yes, um, it will be talk heathen. It will be atheist experience, and it'll be a convention. So we'll be hanging around. The hosts of Atheist Experience mm-hmm. will be hanging around and all the other guests that they have that I haven't bothered to memorize because that's not our event. <laughs> that's okay. Um, last Damn. time, Jamie and I spent most of the uh, the time at the bar. So if you're out yeah. there, come find oh, us. That was good. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was amazing. My favorite, well, whatever. And then after that, I have a personal bit um, because in the week after American Atheist Convention, I believe um, – no, a little over a week on May 2nd. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be going out to Roger State University to do my first debate. What? what? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really excited about that. Got so much mm-hmm. coming up, man. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, I think it's time to move on to callers. What do you think? 
I think you are correct. All right. Let's start with Ryan in Des Moines. Ryan, you helped us test the phone lines. You're talking to Eric and Jamie. How's it going? Hey, it's pretty good. Good, good. Mm-hmm. What did you want to talk about? Um, so the thing I wanted to talk about was um, whether it is immoral or not to hold a belief without evidence. I guess it depends on the belief. Yeah. Um, what, what, what belief are you talking about? Well, let me give you a, a, some backstory that kind of made me interested in this topic. Okay. So I, in Des Moines, I'm like a member of like a 12-step fellowship. And a lot of the people there are like, you know, spiritual and not religious and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and some of my friends like to kind of have debates about... Um, that kind of stuff because I'm an atheist and they're not. And a lot of times they're, it always kind of comes down to their justification for believing in a God or whatever is it brings them comfort. Okay. Um, Mm. And I mean, I don't, I, and that, at least in that situation, I don't, I would not hold a belief because it's uh, just because it's comforting. But I heard a, interesting argument um that you know if someone is like really scared of like going on dates with girls and like (laughs) he just thinks like man i'm never gonna go on a date because all my experience is it goes terrible like i get really nervous Mm -hmm. and like it just doesn't work but if the guy can convince himself that, you know, the girl likes him before he even goes, he'll be more confident and comfortable and maybe it'll work. So, hmm. um, I don't know, what do, you, what do you guys think about that? I mean, just as a side note, as long as the result of him thinking that is confident and comfortable and not, oh man, she's totally into me no matter what she says, just as a quick side note, because okay. that's kind of a trope. Um, yeah, I, I mean... I, so to be clear, there. Uh, oh, this this reminds me that professional athletes are kind of nefarious for believing in woo and pseudoscience and all kinds of things. I think it's um, I think it's Federer. It's some professional tennis player chews on a blade of the grass that he's about to play on beforehand as like a pre-game ritual, right? So that like the rituals that you do, your lucky socks. Um, I'm less inclined to talk to you about how that's irrational because um, as a person that enjoys casually uh, playing sports or whatever and realizes that I play better when, you know, I've got my head in the game, um, I understand the sort of rituals you might go through to get that uh, going and, like, building up your confidence of, like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like Fabio or whatever um, to <laughs> psych yourself up for a date. Um, I feel like the point at which a belief, whether it's held for good reasons or bad, is dangerous and the, the its mora- morality should be considered is the degree to which it affects the person's actions and the world around them. So if his belief, like I said, is, oh, she's definitely into me. I know she's saying no. I know she's threatening a, a um, restraining order, but I believe that she's still into me. Then you have a very serious problem that no one really can contest. But um, 
if he's psyching himself up like, yeah, no, I'm confident, I'm suave, whatever, even if they're wearing dirty clothes when they go to the date. Um, well, yeah. I, yeah, touching on the morality of it. Mm-hmm. I, so yeah. whether or not a thing is true is definitely different from whether or not it is moral, right? And so okay, sure. what I would say is um, make sure you're understanding the world to the best of your ability, right? And, and make sure that, 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 that knowledge of the world comports to reality to the best that you can. That said, it, it, those moral judgments are not necessarily tied to it. And I can imagine actually a, a wild situation, right? Let's say I am unable to empathize with people. And so the only thing actually keeping me from committing murder is thinking that, um, you know, one of the books on my shelf tells me not to, or my mm-hmm. stuffed teddy bear says, you know, that's why I shouldn't kill. That would be me making a moral action for bad reasons, but it's still moral. It, it's just, it's kind of a weird gray area. So tying those together, <laughs> I, I, I think that if you want to really get as close to objective moral as possible, then I would say that you do need to have an understanding of the world and make sure that that understanding closely matches reality. That way you can be able to actually make those value judgments, right? If you don't have that, then making those value judgments may be far more difficult. So and go from there. It still seems kind of strange to me to like lie to yourself about something and like feel oh, then okay don't. about doing that. Um, well, I feel like so. I well, so here's what I would say: is it depends on your ethics. So, um, I don't think that this question was ever posed or directly addressed by Kant. But if you have Kantian never lie ethics, then presumably that includes lying to yourself. Um, but if you have ethics that allow uh, lying, that that hold that lying can be permissible for good reasons, then then your next step is to evaluate whether or not, you know, uh, providing yourself confidence before a date or uh, getting your head in the game to play tennis um, is a good reason. Yeah. Sure. And then actually that brings up an interesting question as far hmm. as whether or not uh, how much the fact that you are the recipient of that lie changes the morality because you're not acting on someone else. Huh. It's an interesting question. I don't know. I, I definitely think that, yeah, morals don't always come into it. Um, I don't think there's a way to morally lie to yourself, but you could <laughs> make um, poor decisions based, you, you can make poor and immoral decisions based on that. So it's kind of six of one, half dozen of the other mo- in, in the best case. Right. But um, I hope yeah. that helps. I mean, yeah. and, and to be honest, yeah. the way that you want to approach the world, um, really totally depends on you. I would say that if you feel uncomfortable and nervous and you are pretending to be a different person, then you're probably going to disappoint the date when they find out that you were not being authentic. Mm-hmm. Right? So You're not 6'1". Be your authentic self because that's that's the way you're going to attract somebody who's going to stick with you because you're not lying about who you are. Okay. Honesty is the best policy. Yeah. Right? I mean, for me, the the only way that I've been able to get dates is somebody directly coming up and saying, you know, I'm interested in you and I want to go on. Yeah. Because, well, because, (laughs) 
Well, it, it, you're it's not because as bad I have as to Heath, put, but you, like, no, but I have to put on this this veil. I, you know, I don't ever want my you know status as being somebody on the show or someone from the hey, ACA yeah. to ever interact, and so I just don't interact that way at yeah. all. And so it's just been kind of difficult, you know. But yeah, that's what it is. I have that problem as well because I don't dedicate a lot of time to going out, yeah, meeting people, and then it's like, oh, okay, do online dating. It's like, what do I say I do with my time, given that most of it is this, and <laughs> like, oh, I'm the president of a thing and a co-host of a blah. Yeah, look at how awesome I am. Just feels. Yeah. Then again, you're asking dating advice from two single people, so mm. we might be totally well, fucking wrong, dude. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Take that with a grain of salt. Sure. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have dating someone that's in Canada. Uh-huh. Or they're going to Canada. Um, Her so name actually, is Alberta. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> she lives in Vancouver. <laughs> um, I love you, Jamie. Yeah. All right. So uh, actually... Well, okay. Yeah, I was going yeah, to yeah, move on. Um, Ryan, if there's nothing else, I think we're going to move on to the next call. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thank you. Take care, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's a good call. <laughs> I like that, and I would desperately like... Um, you, you haven't hung up on the... Oh. Um, thank you, Jamie. And I would desperately uh, like that to be a topic of conversation in the Talk Even Reddit. Actually. Ooh, that would be a really good yeah, uh, topic for because Reddit. Sort of, if you want to go to reddit.com slash r slash talkheathen. Because my, my ability to refer to uh, philosophical resources on the fly is much more limited than my ability to research them <laughs> with a computer. Um, yeah, let's get the next call. Yeah, uh, let's move on to George in Chicago. George, you're talking to Eric and Jamie. How's it going? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Hey. hey. Oh, before we jump into thanks the call, I do want to say we have two lines open. If anybody's watching and is a believer, has mm-hmm. we some... We have three lines open. Oh, oh, we just we just freed one up, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, three lines open. Uh, give us a call, 512-686-0279, or you can uh, visit our any of our social media posts and click the yeah. link to call in via the computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're a believer, now's the time to call in because we definitely want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. George, sorry about that. What did you want to talk to <laughs> us about? So I just wanted to talk a little bit about my experience with uh, religion and uh, how it affected sort of my social circle. Um, I come from a devout sort of Catholic background. Mm. Um, All right. And uh, my folks, uh, my, my 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 father is actually a uh, Pentecostal, diehard Pentecostal. Oh man! And uh, he's got a he's got a PhD in theology. And mm. so, as a young kid, um, I was uh, somewhat of you know to discipline me. You know, he would go to extreme lengths and then pull the Bible. Yeah. So is I there had not a correction uh, or. I beg your pardon? Spare not correction from a child sort of thing? Uh, yeah, he would say that. I'm sorry much, to hear that. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, despite all this, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'm sorry. So despite all the um, uh, all the, 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 the background that I had with, with uh, religion, um <laughs> Uh, my question to you guys is, do you guys believe that 9-11 was a religious sort of campaign against the country? Or do you think that the U.S. government was uh, George? You know, completely to blame for this? 
That is a hard left turn, man. As soon as you said, as soon as you said, um, do you think that 9-11, I had my finger hovering over the drop button. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh, don't be a troll. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it to me. Okay. I'm not, I'm, not trolling, I'm not trolling you guys. I'm not trolling you guys. I just want to give. I just no, no, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I just um, want to know so it, from, from a perspective. Like, uh-huh. Go ahead. So it, first off, in the notes, it says that you're a new atheist. Right. So congratulations. Yeah, woo. Welcome to the club. I, I, I think I think um this kind of question definitely indicates that you're probably looking at critical thinking techniques, right? And how you look at the world and determine whether or not something is true or not, those epistemological, you know, frameworks that you're setting up. Does that does that sound about right? You're kind of trying to determine one from the other. Uh no, uh yeah, well, what I'm trying to say is, as a new atheist, uh, a, a lot of my people around me have pretty much shunned me away, in a way. Um, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm sorry if I got into the 9-11 thing. I just wanted to know. No, no. That was amazing. Like, yeah. Um, I just wanted to know. What made it amazing is that you, you aren't think, a Because I tell people, I'm sorry, I tell people all the time, like, listen, you know, Islam is made up. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I tell people all the time, like, you know, Catholicism is made up, Islam is all made up. And, you know, I feel like a lot of the media uh, is really, they have a narrative to sort of pile this religious, like, garbage uh, sort of zealots on us to, to make us believe that, you know, that these people are the enemies. So um, that's the only reason why I brought up 9 11 sure. and the whole Islam thing and so, just the religion in general in this country, the whole narrative. Yeah. Is just, I, uh, well, let's, let's yeah. kind of look back at it, right? I, I think the first thing that I would say is the vast majority of people. And I would go so far as to say that in my day to day interactions, I would assume that the vast majority of people are interacting in an honest way. Right. And right. so if someone has this narrative in their minds of, you know, whatever, whatever the case is, be it religion or be it, you know, conspiracy or things like that, they believe it most of the time. Yeah. And so the idea that an organization would be so conspiracy minded as to report on things that they know are false to change the minds of the public would be a vast, far-reaching, and very tenuous conspiracy. And the fact that we are 19 years into it, I would say that you can pretty reasonably, you know, come to the conclusion that um, they were doing the best that they could. And if the evidence points somewhere else, then that's the time to reevaluate that evidence. But I would think that um, being generous in in the way that you understand and, and talk to somebody is the best way to go about it. And I would say it's that's true for most things. I just feel like when you speak out um, nowadays as a person uh, coming up in today's society, I feel like if you speak your opinion without really disrespecting anyone, mm-hmm. then you really cast out cast upon as a person that's like, you know, completely crazy or, you know, um, it depends. I may say, Hey, yeah, just because I may say, Hey, Jewish rabbis, they want to suck baby's cock at, at, you know, when they're seven (laughs) days old and they die of herpes. Well, there is data behind this. 
you know, yeah. I, well, I, I would say that not to make that kind of a I, I, statement. No, yeah, I would but, say that Moyles perform circumcisions may be a less aggressive way of stating that, but and, certainly that is a a a issue of public concern. Yeah, and and the traditional method of ripping the foreskin with the teeth is not something that is done very often. And Whoa. so if you – it's not. It's not. It, it was a thing a long time ago and really, really, really it, intense, you know, it, uh, Jewish communities. It, it does happen today in the United States. It does, so. but that's not the primary way that they do it. And so I would say that if you were to make that statement, number one, you're saying that they yeah. want to perform sexual, you know, on a child. Yeah. That's not an accurate yeah. representation. Number two – the representation is one that we have examples of, but it's not one that fits with the norm, and that's definitely not something I would say because it's just, number one, it's not true, and number two, it it's making people not listen to you, right? Because if you're saying things like that, why would people come to you as a, as a um, resource? Yeah. Right? It, it's, it's just not true. Right. Um, now, the fact that it has happened before, yes— and you can point that out and, and say, hey, there have been cases of, of um, sexually transmitted infections, you know, yeah. uh, being transmitted through this process, you know, in these cases. But, uh, yeah, stay away from the all or nothings and definitely don't misrepresent them just because you saw a minority do it, you know, a minority of the group do it. Right, right. Um, also, I wanted to uh, certainly... Certainly, I agree with you, you know, uh, because people, they already, you know, people are very smart in their personal lives. I believe that people are very intelligent, very brilliant. Some people go to Ivy League schools. Some people make six, seven, eight figures, nine figures. And they have this concept about religion mm-hmm. that really tweaks everything out. It really, it, it pretty much supersedes everything else. Logic. Reasoning, everything is out of this. It's out of the question when you deal with. I guess when I talk to certain people about this sort of topic, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I just, yeah, I just wanted to know, like, maybe I, I went about it wrong talking about Jewish rabbis and how they, well, the, the city community, sort of. Yeah. With. You know, I could point that about every religion, Hinduism, mm-hmm. all of it. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so what I will say is. Um, while religion is, I think, the most common and most widespread example of these kinds of flaws in thinking that people stick to, um, and, right. it, you know, there's a great tradition of humanity with religion to, to stick to it despite anything else, right? The scientific method, the scientific process, modern science is very, very new. It's not even really, uh, it's about as old as the United States, which is also very, very young as a country. Um, and so that in our education system is is failing everyone. So uh, skepticism and critical thinking aren't really taught. And so what I would say is while religion is a good example of times when otherwise intelligent and discerning people um, don't use uh, their their critical thinking in a way that they would apply their critical thinking to – you know, uh, to anything else, right? That they're, they're critical of. There are people that buy woo and nonsense. And there are people that, um, I mean, it, in some ways, 
people in this community often ask, oh, why are there still Catholics? Why are there still Catholics? But that's not a surprise to me um, because there's still Patriot fans. I mean, to be very clear, there's an extreme difference in what the Patriots and Belichick did and what the Catholic Church has done. However, no, of course not. That's it's it's very much humans evolved as social and to that degree tribal creatures. So uh don't come after my tribe, bruh, is a, a kind of natural response. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way that Eric will always insist and has said that he will die on the hill of how to pronounce the abbreviation for graphics interchange uh, format. It's uh, GIF. GIF is a peanut butter. All right. And that is definitely needs to be a separate topic in the Reddit because <laughs> the arguments back and forth about that on uh, the internet are amazing and he should at least have – Experts in the field it's, of it, it, look, specifically how to pronounce that. It's not my fault that, that. he's wrong. Okay, so well, whatever. So, and the, the anyway, George, I, I wanted to cycle back <laughs> oh, to the, the first point you meant, which is that when you bring up religion, um, uh, you didn't say it in exactly these words, but people take that as an attack on someone. And I think that um, if someone uh, told you, "Oh, my favorite movie is Prometheus." And you responded by saying, that crappy thing? Let me point out to you all of the effing reasons why it's uh, a terrible movie. I don't know why I'm self-censoring, but let me point out all the reasons why Prometheus is a terrible piece of trash of a movie and a waste of your time or whatever. Where? This is a hypothetical, but the, the point is that movie is very meaningful to them, and they uh, and actually they're... Uh, having that as their favorite movie doesn't impact the larger world around them. And they would take offense at you saying the movie is trash, even though you're not saying anything about them. The same sort of reaction happens when you're speaking to someone and you bring up, hey, I don't think that you have a good reason to bring up religion and look at the harm it does. Because for an individual, um, in general, uh, the origin, the specific origins of the universe are less meaningful than this is my tribe, this is a meaningful thing that I do in my life. And so that's why when you bring up religion, it's taken as a personal attack. For example, when I brought up, no, the Patriots cheated, um, and I don't think that uh, that should go unreviewed as far as uh, the um, thing they won. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to an end. The friend that I had who is a, a critical thinker and intelligent and a good friend of mine responded, and I'm quoting, fuck you. So... Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm from Texas, so it's it's football and people get heated. But the point is, yeah, people find things meaningful and they take offense, and that's a problem. It is. Don't feed into it. Now, you you can absolutely bring up things that are true, and you should. You should hold people to account for bad ideas. Um, just remember that people are deserving of respect, not ideas. Mm-hmm. So when you say, you know, uh, that rabbis, you said, did you say want to suck baby dick? No, no, no. I, said, I said that they perform. No, I said that I said that they perform uh, a rich, an old ritual, and after this, you can go onto YouTube and check it out. Oh no, 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 no. I, I, mean, I, I know yeah. that, but those aren't the words that you said. Yeah. Um, specifically, what I'm saying is, when you do that, you're talking about a person. You're not talking about an idea, mm-hmm. and that's that's wrong. Yeah. We we don't want people to do that to us. We don't do that to them. Certainly, 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 um, certainly. Yeah. I'm just being graphic about it because, you know, 
you know, this is the show and, you know, whatever, you know. That's understood. But, um, as, be, as far as the rest is concerned when it comes to 9-11 and conspiracy theories, um, well, certainly. you know, follow the evidence. Don't start with your conclusion. Yeah. I mean, try. that's where you go. And the fact is, if the response that you're getting is conspiracy, look into what it takes to make a conspiracy work. Because the odds of that are very, very difficult. And for a conspiracy to work, very few people need to be involved. And there are times when we have uncovered conspiracies. This, I don't believe, is one of them. The evidence just stacks up way too high. Oh, uh, 9-11, Jamie. Yeah, sorry, I was sort of like... How is it a conspiracy to perform circumcisions? But no, the, the, yeah, we're, we're, um, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. Okay, um, yeah. George. I, I think we're going to move on to the next caller. But this has been yeah, good. Right. This has been good. Excellent. All right, take care. All right, we're going to move on to Wes in San Diego. Wes, you're talking to Eric and Jamie. Hey. How's it going? How you doing? Doing all right. You've Marvelous called before, me. haven't you? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Um, yeah, I was just listening. Uh, it was really interesting. Um, I am a believer. I, I believe in God. I believe God created um, everything. Okay. Me, you, everybody. And um, I don't understand why people are atheists. Because, uh, well, I'll take that back. I do understand, but when you look at the world around you, it's like... Really? You think this was one big giant accident? No. It just, it just feels like... Um, Wes, who, too many who told you that everything's a big giant accident? Did like somebody at your like church me. tell you? Because I didn't. People like Neil deGrasse Tyson and people uh, like, like that. No, I've watched Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's, he hasn't said it's a big giant accident. That sounds like a misrepresentation of our position. It, well, he, he said it was a big, beautiful accident. Um, if uh, to get closer to what he said, and I just feel like that's, that that doesn't make any sense. Like um, it okay. just feels like someone. So, so uh, th- there's a um, th- there's a, a a line of thinking, and it. I, I I'd like to explain it a bit to you to see if if this will help. Okay? okay. So, um, do you know what a fallacy is? No, the what is? A fallacy? Yes. Okay. You know that uh, if you believe something for a fallacious reason, it doesn't mean that you're wrong, but it means the logic that you used to get there does not necessarily lead to truth. Okay? So when you said just look at everything around you, that's the argument from incredulity, right? I don't understand how it could be any other way. Therefore, my conclusion is true. Right, And the reason why it's fallacious is because I can actually plug in anything. I have a book. I haven't brought it out in a while. The Book of Eric. And oh, let me grab it. It's, uh, it's uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. In this book, it says that I am God and that I created the universe. <laughs> right? Look at the trees. Yep. Look outside. How can it be any other way? So how is that different from your argument? Well... Um, I would say that here's the thing: the Bible in its entirety has not been released to the public. How did you come to this knowledge? 
Well, actually, can you specify what you mean by the Bible in its entirety has not been released to the public? Do you mean there are books being held in the Vatican secret file uh, archives, well, or I, I'm trying to go a little less specific? Well, it's not that serious. It's just some books have been taken out. Um, for example, the Book of Enoch um, oh, okay. has been taken out. That, that goes more into the angels and what happened after they fell. Sure. Um, I, I really don't care about the Bible. Um, you have to actually show me that there's a reason for me to care about the Bible in the first place. Is there a reason okay. for me to care about the Bible in the first place? Yes. Why? You should, you should care about the Bible because it was made for you. How do you know that? I know that because God left, God, it, yes, the Bible was written by men, but it was inspired by God. Okay, how do you know and, that? Yeah. Well, you, you just gotta have faith. Something. Uh, okay. Just, you just gotta have faith. Hold on. I, what is I, faith, and why is that useful? Faith is useful because it shows that. Here, here's the thing: when, when you have faith, that's more that's more powerful than just um. That, that's that's more powerful. It shows that you're willing to. Um, you're willing. You're willing to believe. Like you're willing to, even uh, even though it may it may not seem like oh well, that's you know that's impossible. Even though you can't see it, it's, but you just you know it's there. Like okay, um, how how can you determine whether or not something is true or false with faith? It sounds like what you're saying is yeah. that there's this big important thing that isn't tied to evidence because I can believe a thing without having faith in it, right? I can test yeah, it and find out. I'm sorry. You can, yeah, yeah, you're right. You can, you can believe in uh, something without okay. faith. So, what good is faith? I mean, is there any other circumstance yeah. that you would use faith for? Over yes, yeah, sure. You need you need you need faith. You need faith to believe to believe in the Bible. I, I understand that. I agree, it, um, Wes. It's, I agree with you. Yeah. I think you do need faith to believe in the Bible. Because I would yeah. define faith as accepting something is true without good evidence. Now, why the fuck would I do that? You would do that because here, here's the thing: it's going to seem like foolish, it will seem like foolishness to someone who doesn't doesn't read the Bible. I know I understand. Whoa, 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 Wes! So, hold on. Are you saying that I don't read the Bible? Sorry, Jamie, but this no, is no, no, kind of... Good. That, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, this is my jammy jams. Uh, really? Yes. Okay, I have my Bible right here. And he doesn't mean the Book of Eric I mean, this time. He means... No, and I also actually yeah. have read multiple versions, mm -hmm. right? I've read the King James Version, I've read the okay. NIV, and I've read the ESV. NIV? Okay. Right? And the what? N uh, English what Standard Bible? Version. Yeah. I've read okay. New International, okay. English Standard, and King James. Right. Not only that, but I was a believer. I've done Bible study as a as a religious person and not as a religious person. Please go on and tell me that uh, I, it's impossible for me to understand because I don't read the Bible. Here's the thing: when just reading the Bible, you have to understand the Bible. Just reading it doesn't mean you're going to under. You have to understand what you're reading. So it isn't just it's just reading. You know, is that so, true for anything else? But let me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. 
Why? What made you turn away from the from, from God? What, what made you turn away from being a believer? So it wasn't me turning away. I looked. Uh-huh. I looked very, very carefully. I studied for years. I studied other okay. religions. I studied, you know, and I looked into why people have faith in things. And in mm-hmm. the end, it just wasn't supported. I mean, people were saying things that were just not true. And as I looked into it, I realized that the confidence that I'd put in the legitimacy of the Bible was misplaced because there was no good reason for me to believe it in the first place. That was very hard, and it took a very long time for me to understand and accept. But when I came to that acceptance, I came to a whole lot of other conclusions about the world I live in leading me to where I am now. So... Mm -hmm. Why would you say, why would you turn away from God? If there was a God, I want to know how many, as many true things and as few false things as possible. So why would I turn away from a thing that is true, right? Well, if the there's God evidence for God, then I should be convinced by it, right? Well, God can't turn away from you. You can turn away from God, but God can't turn away from you. God is, in, is inside. God is in you. He's in me. Gross. He's in all of you. A part of them is in all of us. Wes, how how um, are you saying that as a conclusion? I mean, I can just spout out a whole bunch of stuff too, and unless I back it up, why would you even care? Right? I can say all of those things about my book. Right? I am the deity, um, and uh, in my religion, uh, you know, of the book of Eric, right? There's a God-shaped hole. Right, and since I am your God, I'm just waiting for you to find me, and it breaks my heart every day that you don't. Okay, what what have you read in the Bible? What do you remember reading in the Bible? That, as uh, much you as you possible. Read all, all different versions, right? Yep. What do you remember? What, what verse do you remember that stands out? Oh man, it I, there are a shit ton. I, I mean, I can go to my favorite my favorite verse as a kid. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in Him shall not perish, perish, but have eternal life. I can go to my favorite verse as a an atheist, um, which is Second Corinthians uh, thirteen eleven, I believe. I think you mean two Corinthians. Two Corinthians. For thank you, Jamie. And that one is when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I played as a child, I thought. As a child, and when I became a man, I put away childish things. Exactly right. Um, I mean, I can I can go through verse by verse with you. I can open my Bible and study it with you. But I don't think that it's true, and I don't think there's anything good to be had from it that I couldn't gain from any other fiction book. The question is, why why are you holding that book up and trying to support I support? Thinking that it's true without any evidence, without any good reason. Can, can I ask you something about atheism? No, I'd like you to answer oh, well, this first. Answer his question first, okay. and then okay. okay. You said, "Why? Why would I? Um, why would you? Hold it yeah, why would you support saying the Bible is true without any good reason? You're not doing it for other books, so why this one? Because this one was made." For us, it was made well, for. So, us so to understand Wes, let me let me let me help bridge this a little bit. Um, that's what you believe, right? You believe Thank that you, this is uh, words inspired by God and that it was made for us. But Eric is asking, yeah. 
why do you believe that the Bible is inspired by God and that Christianity is the one true faith, etc.? I believe it because it just makes the most sense to me. It makes okay. it makes the most sense that a creator made the world that we live in, that it was designed okay. by creator. Okay, so to, to be clear, um, uh, I can't think of a specific example, but when we're going through life, right, presumably there have been times where we've come across a question, what is that, what is the reason that this happened, etc., um, and I... I come across things like that all the time. And when I don't have a bunch, a lot of information, I generally end up in the position where I have to say, I don't know what that is or why it happened. Is that something that you have found yourself doing in other situations? Well, some things are out of your control and that's okay. Yeah, I, like, I agree. I think that if we don't have sufficient information to reach a conclusion, we shouldn't. Um, do you think that in general that, is the way that you feel about holding conclusions, right? Like, um, um, no, I, I feel like, um, I feel like here's the thing. Even if I'm wrong, okay, let's say I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. All right, let's say there's no God, there's no, there's no heavenly Father. All of it's, it's, it's garbage, right? All of it is no, there's no God. All right, yeah. And you're right. Then it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. It does. Wes. Your your life matters, and the way that you live it matters. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yes, it does, Wes. Like, and I'll tell you why. Because okay. we are right now fighting legislation that is absolutely trying to take away rights from from Americans, from individuals. We see legislation. We see people being killed for disbelief in other countries. Not because, Uh I mean, that's enough of a reason. People being murdered for being gay. I mean, yes, there's a really huge cost to being that wrong. Aren't you concerned with that? And no, dude. I I mean, there are a whole bunch of others, right? Because your belief is just as likely as someone who believes in Islam, as somebody who who believes in, um, I mean, any you know, religion, right? If that's the case, then you'd probably wind up going to any of their hells. I mean, isn't there a reason, a good reason to want to know what's true? It's not the same because our... It's not the same. Those guys don't talk about love. Who cares? Your God can be an asshole and still be true. I mean, why does that matter? Because it makes you feel good? It makes me feel good when I say, you know, I am God. Does that make it true? Well, no, because... So why is it true for you? Don't we all have to share the same truth, Wes? It's true. Here's the thing. I, I went through a time where I, I didn't believe. I, I've gone through a time like that. And I felt like, what, what's the point of all this? Ah, existential crisis. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense. Sure. But... I came back to I came back to the to uh, to God because I realized that no, there there is a God, there is um, there is a Creator, there is everything that that we see in this world is done for purpose. The, the sun, the moon, everything has a purpose. The stars, everything, the water, everything has a purpose. It sounds like so, you're and, saying you have no good reason, but it makes you feel good. Is that about right? No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, then. Well, then, then please tell me how you came from. I was questioning. Mm -hmm. It made me feel bad, and then I knew it was all true. 
right? Is that how we learn anything? Is that how we got technology in 2019 is, ah, I know it's true and therefore it is with anything. Because if that's true, we don't have to have schools. Mm-hmm. We can just base everything on people's feelings. It's not, it's not based on anything off of feelings. Okay, then well, what is it based on? There is rules. You know, we weren't made uh, to be perfect creatures, so obviously... Wes, you, you know, need to we, prove that we were made to finish that sentence. Yeah, if you want us to, to believe that. Otherwise, you're just talking into the abyss. Yeah. Right? You're talking to us. We're asking you questions about it, so answer them. Okay. All right. You want to know why I, I choose to believe, right? Even I mean, when... Uh, no, no. I, 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 Honestly, man, what I want to know is why I should believe. I want you to give me the evidence that convinced you. And then I want, you know, along the way, I'd like you to kind of ask yourself, is the evidence that would convince Eric and Jamie the same as the evidence that would convince me? Right? That would be good. Well, Have high standards for yourself. I want, to ask, I want to ask you a question about atheism, though. We're not talking about atheism at all. No, we're because we're asking I, you questions about this. Answer a few of yeah. them, and then you can ask so, us. So, so we actually okay. kind of are, Wes, just as a, an aside, because atheism is basically just saying, I don't believe that a God exists. And if we're talking about why you believe in a God and why we should believe in a God, we are, in a way, uh, speaking about atheism. In a way, but they're not dissecting it. Like, your whole community, everything is based upon not believing in God. But it's ironic because if you want to get rid of God, if you want to just no more God, then don't talk about God. But your whole so, entire... Wes, no, no, so I would love to live in that world. The reason we have to talk about God is because religious people are shoving it down our throats every day and using it to justify hate and violence. Isn't that enough of a reason to talk about it? No? I yes? Mean, I, mean, I mean, if you want to get rid of God, just, just don't talk about God. I so, agree, Wes. If we could all agree with it, I'll find a new hobby. <laughs> but as long as okay. people are going to justify hate and violence with their yeah. belief, we should talk about it. That's why we're here. If you're telling me I should I shut up while other people talk about it and other people legislate away the rights of other human beings, no, we're not going to do that. Okay, but here, here's the thing. You're using people and saying that's what God is. People no. made perfect. No, no, no. We are no hold on, hold on, Wes. Good. Hold on, just as a quick distinction. Uh, neither of us is saying God is people. What we are saying is there are people who believe in God, and that belief motivates their actions. And uh, basically, the thing that motivates us to do this show is not specifically that we don't believe in a God. It's that we believe mm-hmm. that critical thinking and scientific skepticism are better ways of understanding the world. And at the present moment, there are people that say, I believe in God, and therefore, this is what we should do. And one, I would say that's not a good reason to believe a thing. And two, in many cases, in the more dramatic cases, those actions have terrible, terrible, terrible consequences for the human race. I'm not specifically saying yours, but there are people that believe, oh, everything that we're doing in the Middle East and Israel should be directed at bringing about the apocalypse as predicted in the Bible. And while I'm not suggesting that that's your belief because I don't know what it is, I think that as a foreign policy, that's a really good way of starting wars and getting people killed and impeding world peace. 
and impeding progress and impeding all these things. And I think that that is bad. And so my interest in current affairs, specifically how they affect... I won't, I won't disagree. I think I, that's I good. That. I think you have a, of a good conscience. And so that is I, the I, reason why we talk about these things, because they affect I, I, humans. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Petro. I, I agree that, um, yes, uh, religion, just like recruit the Crusaders as well, yep. it's used... Well, it could be used in, a, in an evil way, but that's, that's more... I'm not going to blame God for that, because Why not? that's uh, people making choices. Clear. I'm not blaming God either. No, I am. Hold well, on a second. No, hold on. Uh, if I'm buying into your mythology, your God gave every disease to every person, right? Mm-hmm. If I buy into your mythology, your God killed every single baby that has died prematurely, Right. Your God created the the uh, nasty parasites that burrow into people's brains, right? I mean, your God is responsible if that God is true for all of it. Now, now, if you take our worldview, if you would take our worldview, it would say, no, there is nothing. What? Are you talking about what happened with Moses in Egypt? Is that what you're referring to? No, no, well, he's, that's he's one of them. Specifically to the fact that random, terrible shit happens all the time, and if there was a divine, benevolent, powerful creator... Well, then it wouldn't happen. Yeah. That's not, that's not true. That's not true because the way... Here's the thing. That's not true? Hold on. Okay, now, hold on. We are going to go down a rabbit hole here, and I'm happy to go down with you on it, but I will tell you, Wes, that we are doing this for funsies because we don't accept your Bible is true at all. So if, you're, if your aim is to convince us, don't go down this rabbit hole. If you want to try and, you know, use your own book to prove itself true, we can talk about it without opening it up. But if you want to go down this rabbit hole, that's fine because there's a very strong case to show that your God, if that God existed and the Bible, you know, accurately portrayed it, is an evil son, is, is it real evil. Um, but okay. do you want to do that? I mean, really? I mean, here's the thing. I understand, I understand where you're coming from. Just just recently, all right. Just recently, the what happened in New Zealand was horrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree. And I understand it would be easy to say, "Oh, well, if there's a God, why would why would this happen?" Okay, men will do evil things. Men, women men, too. We have we have free will. Gender non-binary. Whatever we want to do, we okay. don't have to follow God. Okay, hold on a second. So hold I, on. I, I, I'm just going to go to the heaven analogy. I use it all the time, but it really works. I was going to say hurricanes. We don't cause those, but heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So you believe in free will. You have a national disaster. Natural. All right, Wes. Yeah. Yeah, Wes. Um, so do you believe in heaven? This is just a thought experiment to kind of break down the free will thing. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that there is free will in heaven? Yes, there is. Okay, is there suffering, disease, hate, all that other stuff in heaven? No, because there's not, um, there is hate. If you read the book of Enoch, one of the books I mentioned earlier that was taken out of the original Bible, it talks about hate found in the Bible. When Lucifer, okay. uh, he decided, no, I have okay. God. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. You don't need to justify it yeah. through some cryptic book. I'm not even going to. Yeah. No, so I'm asking what you believe, right? At least, at least so, look at it, you know? At least, yeah. at least, at least look well, at it. So no, show me why I should and I will. Otherwise, no. It's going to go right on the shelf with the secret. Uh, so, Wes, um, going back, because I, I care about what you believe. 
right? I'm talking to you because what you believe is very different from what other people believe, right? It, it, I, I need to meet people where they're at or we're talking past each other. So you're saying that there's free will in heaven. Uh, what about disease? Yeah. No, no, there's no disease in heaven. Okay, what about breaking your bones? You know, a uh, broken arm or, or, or brain breaking cancer, bones, some kind of cancer. Is that, uh, is that in heaven? Can't, you said cancer or like, what do you mean? You said breaking bones first. Do you mean yeah. like fighting or... Like no, what? just the ability to break an arm. Someone trips down heaven stairs. Um, yes or no? I, I'm just trying to flesh this say, out with you. There was, there was war in heaven. There was war in heaven, so... Yeah, okay. you can get hurt. Okay, is there disease in heaven? But I'm sure God would heal you. Okay. Is there disease? No. There okay, disease. okay. What about cancer? No. Okay, are, let's go with those. Yeah, let, let, let's God. go with those, Wes. Hold on. Let's go with those. Okay. So we've agreed. Well, I don't agree, but you've stated that in the heaven that you believe in, there's free will, there's disease, there's cancer, Right. No, I said there's no cancer. Oh, there's no cancer. There's no so you're saying that your God can create a place where there's free will and no cancer and disease. Yeah. Okay, so why oh, why yeah. here on earth? Okay. Yeah, why yeah. the hell would that God create such an such a all of that because if we can still make free huh? choices because other than earth, being earth evil? That's no, the you're earth, okay. Um, okay. No, no, no. Yeah, so, this is a rabbit no, hole that no, no, just. Yeah. So let ahead. me let me let me do this. So do I'm you not, believe I'm that? Let's not go down a rabbit hole. I'm, I'm just saying that's that's what it's, that's what it is. Um, I, I think it's actually a good line to examine. I think of it as less of a rabbit hole than than Eric does, but that's neither here nor there. What I will say is, so do you believe that there is some suffering in heaven? No, I don't. Okay, but falling down heaven stairs are, however, and people becoming injured. That is something that you believe occurs in heaven. Falling down the stairs, well, I, I mean, not know. not that literally, I'm but I'm on Earth right now. <laughs> okay, but so, uh, well, here let's let's go back a little bit to basics so I can make sure that we're on the same page because I don't want to, you know, if you don't believe that uh, one thing or another, I don't want to argue against that because I'm, I, as Eric said, we're speaking specifically to you. So, do you believe that I'm God? Peaceful yeah, I mean, I I don't want to say the word argue as if this is a sort of aggressive back and forth. We're just trying to figure out what you believe and why, and specifically why we should believe it as well. Um, okay. Do you do you believe that God created human beings and loves them and wants uh, what's best for them? Yeah, I do. Okay, um, and God has created a place, heaven, where free will exists and. There is, uh, there aren't, there isn't suffering. Free will exists, but here, here's the thing: the angels were able to rebel. Yes. Okay. That's how Lucifer came to be, the devil. That's how he came to be. So, um, you can, you can. Here's the thing: because it's free will, um, you can, you could say there's suffering. Because if, if war breaks out or if someone chooses to rebel... Do you mean in heaven, out, just to be clear? Yeah, it's it happened before. So does right. that mean that there is cancer and disease and suffering? Because it sounds like you're talking about a pretty fallen heaven, too. Yeah. But, that, but that's, um, that's not the same thing, though. It's, Why not? Like, that's, that's here on Earth. Why? On Earth, they have cancers and diseases. Yeah. That stuff that, that affects humans. That doesn't affect 
yeah. angels. Why not? And then I want to say God. You got to remember why? The spirit. Why? The angels are spirit. Why? You're, you're thinking physical. Wes, you're why? physical. You said why? Yeah, why? Why does it affect, they're, why is that effect so di- different? It sounds like you're saying that, you know, I mean, dude. These won't affect the spiritual being. Okay, beings won't affect spiritual. Okay, I'm kind of done with the, I, I, I want so, to kind of get back to, so uh, you know, we why we should to, believe. I think I just have one last point on this, which is if there is a place okay. that is better than earth, that is better for humans than earth, and God mm-hmm. wants what is best for earth, and heaven is better yeah. than earth, why would God ever create or put humans on earth? Because earth was, was meant to be on paradise, but we yeah, fell. Okay, so, that, the, so the, the story in the Garden of Eden, yeah, yeah, where a snake that was created by God corrupted Eve and led her astray. But the snake, the snake had free will. Yeah, why did God, why would God create a creature? So if, if, if I had, this is sort of, oh, we're all God's children. If I had godlike powers and I could okay. ensure that a corrupting influence wouldn't, uh, wouldn't, okay. wouldn't happen and I could be the sole source of inspiring my children to learn, that is what right. I would do. Why would God ever let something terrible like that happen? Tree of life. Okay, here's the thing. If he if he didn't do that, then they would be pretty much robots. No. People- so they, they no. would they would still have free will. You could you can create people with free will without exactly. Wes, exactly. Wes, Jamie's, Jamie's yeah. saying... So Jamie's, God, God created the corrupting influence. Yeah. Why would God create the corrupting influence? Because we need choices. Bullshit. So, we, no, no. We, we, Bullshit. Can, we can have choices without having a negative influence uh, get us to make the wrong choice. Well, he warned them first. He said... Yeah, he warned them about danger that he created... For them, and that is the story anyway. in the book. Okay, he did it, and they did it anyways. But it shows that no, were, yeah, it no. shows so, that your so, God created this yeah. fiction for Himself by Himself to entertain Himself. Do you understand? Okay, so I'm, we're taking a whole lot based on your assumptions and what we're assuming about you, right? We're assuming that you think that this God that you believe in can do whatever they want and know knows everything that's going to happen, regardless of free will. Is that true? Yeah, God. Okay, yeah. good. So moving forward, hold on, Wes. Let's let's follow this train. Could your God have created a universe where the evil and suffering didn't happen, but free will still did? The free will still did. Yes. There's no evil. There's no sin. Yes. No suffering. Right. I, I mean, in the same way that when I wake up, I can, you know, choose to have cereal or make toast or bacon and <laughs> eggs, right? These are all choices that I'm making, um, and they're not going to... I mean, I, I can also choose to sit here, or and, and that that works. But I don't have the free will to stand outside and fly around like Neo in the Matrix, right? I can't all of a sudden become the Hulk from Marvel comics because that that's a choice that I don't have, right? I cannot choose that. So obviously, there's limits to free will. So you can't say, well, "Oh, yeah. free will is just limitless." No, we're we're limited to the confines of the universe that we're in, right? We're not, we're not, um, we don't have, we have free will, but free will doesn't mean we have superpowers. Why not? But but there are limits. There are things you cannot do with free will. 
Of course. Of course. So why would your God be such an asshole to create a universe intentionally with suffering? Why would your God create a place for suffering with suffering? I mean, that just sounds wicked and vile. It wasn't, it wasn't meant to be like that. No, it was. No, 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 no. Hold on. You cannot have both. You can either say that God created everything and is that fucking evil, or you can say that that God created everything and was so <laughs> impotent and unknowing that they were unable to make the choice. Because if they could, they would, and if they couldn't, they wouldn't, right? You can't have both. Okay. God is not evil, okay? God... No, you- he, when he created us, he created us in his own image. Yeah, no, I, I get the book, and I, I, I guess this is a rabbit hole that I'm kind of yeah. done with. I mean, yeah, um, we can yeah. circle back, but I would, uh, Wes, sorry, I think Eric is is very much eager to circle back to why um, do we believe, why do we believe what the hell you're saying? I, as, like, a, as a quick aside, I would encourage you to read the book of Isaiah and what it says about the creation of evil. But in any case, well, and uh, either way. And in, and in any case, I, I, either way, like yeah, I mean, th- th- this is the same as me yeah. being a fan of World of Warcraft and talking about the difference between night oh, elves God. and uh, and blood elves, you know, or orcs oh, and how they so. came about in the Draenei, right? Like, oh, we can talk okay. about, you know, Lord of the Rings and the mythology, and I can absolutely hate Sauron yeah. and Sauron not exist. We have the Cimmerillion on the show. Yeah. No, I, that that I, I said, Wes, Wes, uh, hold on, Wes, that said... <laughs> I'm not actually convinced that it exists. And you have not shown okay. me any yeah. reason to that's think that yours exists either. That's your choice. That's your choice. No, it's not. Hold on. I, have no, I do not get to choose between what is real and not real. Yeah. I don't get to choose what I, what I find and, and learn about the world, right? You mentioned the Matrix earlier. Red, red pill, blue pill. You made a choice. Oh, get out. So, hold on, hold on. Stop. Wait. People can lie to themselves. They can't choose to understand their, their nature of reality. Right? You, you use the best tools that you have available, Wes. That, that's, what, that's what life is. So, it's just a bunch of choices you make. Yeah. So, hey, we agree. So, I, I think you're right. So, in just a moment, uh, I think we're going to want to focus on why we should make the choice to believe in Jesus. But as a quick aside, are you a Redditor? Do you use Reddit at all? Because more in-depth um, conversations about heaven and hell and why God would do something are, are very much aided by being able to look up specific passages. And given that you two know the Bible better than I do, I feel excluded. So is that a conversation that we can have on Reddit? Sure. Yeah. Well, can I say real quick? Hell was not, made, was not made for humans originally. It was made for the angels who disobeyed him. And in okay. the same way, in the same way, orcs are not from Azeroth. They came there. They're visitors. Give me a reason to hold your mythology any higher so, than that so as, we can talk. As the last quick aside, our Reddit is Reddit. It's based off the Bible, by the way. It, just, just so you know, Lord of the Rings is based off the Bible. So come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, influenced by. I'm sure there are analogies there. I've I've heard I mean, those I mean, before. But God, like I said, God's everywhere. He's so, in everything. He's, n- even no, when you no, say no, things, no, he's no, no, no. When you're talking about God, I'm assuming you mean the Jesus God. And when Christian authors write books, they often write it with uh, the idea of God in mind. So I will agree with you that, in a sense, Christians are 
everywhere in quotes, meaning hyperbolically, they're doing lots of stuff everywhere. But I don't see anything divine happening when a human being writes a fantasy novel. What I will say is the our Reddit is Reddit slash r slash talk heathen. And I think that as far as the specific Bible parts, that's probably the better place for it. What we're trying to get back to um, that I derailed a little bit is why do you think that we should believe in God? Best argument, Wes, your last one. I mean, and and I will tell you, I'm 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 not going to try and give a got you. I'm going to hold up the book of Eric, and I'm going to determine whether or not your argument can also be make can also make me God. Okay, best argument, okay. go. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'll be a lot of uh, power to have. You know, good luck with that. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I willed it so, well. What can I say? I I can't I can't force you to believe in anything. You're gonna have to, like I said, that's gonna be your decision. I can't I can't make you say, hey, so, believe this. You have okay. to believe this. I can't do that. So that's your, that's your choice. It's, it's your, at the end of the day, no, not true. It's, it's yeah. what you decide to do. So, as as a quick I can't aside, I, yeah. So, as a quick aside, Just like Adam and Eve, they chose to disobey God. Wes, so we we are day. we are familiar with the story. Wes, as a quick aside, our disagreement with that uh, is based on the word choice, as far as belief is applied. However, in the same way that I believe in your in your uh, religion, God gives human beings, reason to believe in him. Can you impart those reasons upon us? Well, I just want to first say, it's not a religion. This is my, my life. It's not, uh, so, I'm not, okay. I'm not so, part of, as I'm far not, as the religious anyone. beliefs go. Yeah, that, I, I'm, I'm a believer. Can, can, can I say this? And this might sound confusing, but I'm a believer, but I am not a, uh, a, I don't want to say I'm not a Christian, but I'm not. I'm, I'm a believer. Wes, if, if that makes sense, I don't care. So, That's why we asked you about what you believe, yeah. not what other people believe. So, yeah, it, it actually will probably come as good news to you. Um, that doesn't confuse me at all. I, I have uh, definitely one, probably two friends that could say basically that same sort of thing. Um, what I'm saying is, do you believe that we should believe in God? So do I, so I say, should you believe in God? I'm yeah. saying, if you, I'm saying it's your choice. Okay, so. I mean, I, want, I, you, I, I wish, I want you to, okay. but you're going to do what you want to do. So this sounds kind of want. like a reason for you not to try and persuade us, right? Like, it, can you do that as a favor to me? Because I would very much uh-huh. like to believe as many few th- as many true things and as few false things as possible and if there is a god i would very much like to uh know that or it, have the evidence that a god exists because that may very well change the way i live my life is that something yeah. that you can help me do well, here's the thing. it's not about persuading i'm i'm not trying to like, wes really though really though wes or anything. Wes, I mean, if you had irrefutable evidence, proof that you can lay at our feet, that we can investigate to our heart's content, that only pointed to one conclusion, and that is that the God that you believe in is true. Are you? Would you make that same argument? 
Oh, it really doesn't matter. It's kind of what you choose. You know, it's the same bullshit reason why people say, oh, well, God can't be tested by science. Well, you know what? The day science can test something about God, they're going to change their minds real fucking quick, aren't they? The fact is, is the preponderance of evidence about the universe that we're in, Wes, Wes. Hold on. Yeah, we can't talk over each other. Yeah, Eric, I muted you. Eric has put you on um, hold. You're still Yeah, you're you know, still you're still on the line. Okay. Uh Wes. That's not how it works, buddy. That's not how any of this works. Come up with evidence that is convincing. Good evidence that points towards it. We will evaluate it because we care about learning what is true. The second you want to fall back on bullshit ideas that um, oh, it's just not testable this way. If it was testable, you'd be using it, wouldn't you? At least I could not imagine you not. Wes, I'm going to let you respond, and then we're going to move on to the next caller. Go ahead. Hello? Hey. Yeah, you're back. You're back on. My name? Hi. Hi. Oh, sorry. Hi. Oh. No, no, we were just talking over each other, and, and yeah. it was not leading to productive conversation. I'm sorry, I didn't want to talk over you. No, I, I apologize. I'm not. I'm not mad at all, man. It's Eric's it's okay. fault too. Yeah, it's my fault too, and that's kind of the nature of these discussions. Yeah, he does it way less than I do. So the rare times where he does do it, I I like to tattle. Yeah, his neener, eyeballs neener, pop neener. out. He's like, "Oh my gosh, now I'm justified." And I'm like, "No, Jamie, I don't say that. <laughs> I do not commit Wes. to quote quite logical fallacy by breaking the rules." Wes, Wes go uh, ahead, and then we're going to move on to the next caller. I'll let you uh, mm-hmm. end this out. Okay, um, I just want to say. Um, I can't persuade you to do anything. You know, you, you can do whatever you want. It's your choice. It's your life. Everything's a choice. Um, it's not about being perfect. A lot of times when people think about God, they think of the people who have hurt them, um, people who have hurt them, like pastors, priests, or their mom or their dad, forcing them to go to church. You know, I didn't want to go to church, you know, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I understood why people went to church. Um, I didn't understand why I had to read the Bible when I was younger, but now I understand, yeah, why I need to read it. Um, I read read the Bible in its entirety, and I would encourage people, or you guys, to... Um, read it in its entirety. All right. So, we're, we're, so Wes, I, we're, we're giving you a closing statement, not a right. full, or else then we're going to want to respond I mean, and continue the conversation. I already do. But, but, and that's okay. Have a good rest of your day. You've been very respectful. You've yeah. been very kind, and, especially. Um, I hope that in yeah. looking back at this, you recognize that I haven't been angry at you. Yeah. The times that I've raised my voice hasn't been that. I'm angry at the idea because that idea is what's used to perpetuate a lot of bad shit in the world that we're in. Right, and because of that, I get upset. But in at no point was I angry at you, um, Wes. I I really do hope that you are able to go yeah. back and look at this and hold yourself to a higher standard. And also, because I think that upon reflection, you'll find that you have less reasons to hold up that belief than you think you do, and that's okay. Because if you want to learn as many true things as you can, then you have to be willing to throw away that which is not true. You take care, all right, buddy? Actually, real quick before, oh, sorry, before we drop you, I, I will say um, this has been a really good call. I'm really glad that you called in. I think yep. our audience is as well. You know, I, I hope that this, you know, hasn't been, you know, incredibly frustrating. Right. I know Eric came on a little strong, that's but that's fun. And then also, if you can bring yourself to 
come to our Reddit and have uh, deeper conversations about this. That would be amazing. Please, yep. please, please right. do. Or but, at least join yeah. the Facebook chat. Yeah, this, anyway. the ending of this call is taking too long. Take yeah. care, Wes. Bye. Okay. Reddit. Uh, time to thank those patrons. Again. And yeah, we do have patrons. a bunch of other callers. So Saad, Colton, Edmund, and Ron, we will talk to you. So stay on the freaking line. We've got mm-hmm. lots more to go. Uh, we want to thank our number one patron, Neil. Thank you, Neil. Number two, Nando Gonzalez. Woot. Austin Ploshnik. Lynette Ann Cross and Joe Roll. Those are our top five patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash talkheathen to me. That's patreon.com slash talkheathen to me. And Colton in Connecticut. You're talking to Eric and Jamie. Hello. Hi. Hey. <laughs> what would you like so to talk about? Jump right in. <laughs> um, so I believe that there is a good reason to, or, uh, I believe that there is an afterlife, even without God, oh. a secular afterlife kind of thing. Like what? And it, it basically comes to two premises, which I don't know if they're sound or unsound. I don't have evidence either right. way. So it's kind of like, so, but I believe these two, and therefore, uh, I think it's valid. So I'm just going to give so a, as a brief as, overview. As a quick on, preamble, can you describe... Just give us a little bit of what you mean by a secular afterlife. I mean, I'm assuming you don't mean like magical zombies, but... No, it's pretty much... um, So once, you know, we die or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, our consciousness will pop up again kind of a thing, but I don't know what form that would take. Just really quickly, when you say it will pop up again, do you mean on earth physically or do you mean like in another realm or in a different place in our universe again it's um more uh so i'd say somewhere in the cosmos but we might call that place earth we might call it not earth can can we i don't know what we can we get back to yeah okay i just wanted to clarify that let's Oh, sure. did you want to? Yeah, ask I, I, question? I did. I did. Okay. Colton, um, you said consciousness, right? Uh, the way I understand yeah. consciousness is it's my brain state that is completely dependent on the physical makeup of my brain, right? With a different brain, I would not be achieving the same brain state. With a damaged part of my brain, I would not be able to interact or even have the same personality. So when I consider consciousness, it is a very, very specific thing about my brain. And when I die, it is no longer in that brain state. And even then, that consciousness is gone. It's, it's, oh, what's the term that I'm thinking of? An emergent property of having a brain. Mm -hmm. It's not the conclusion. It's just one of those cool things that happens when you have a brain like ours. I agree with all of that. So why? Well, actually, no, give us the argument. Maybe that'll explain it. Go ahead. Okay. So the basic argument is like our universe exists. So there had to been, you know, so in the cosmos, it's the cosmos is in fact infinite and universes like ours, but not exactly like ours can continue to uh, pop up and then heat death infinitely, which is something I believe, but I don't have proof. But that's true. <clears throat> okay. Then, if if that's so, the case, then I can absolutely see your argument. I just don't see any um, anything I, pointing to that being the case. Well, it, it, so, so think about the infinite monkey thought experiment. So, I mean... Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you do, live do, in an oh, infinite oh, set of universes, then okay. this world could have popped into right. existence with so, the thoughts in our head currently. So it, and then we could live in a five-minute-year-old... Or five-minute-old universe and just not know it. 
Um, I mean, that's a cool well, thought, but what makes you think that the universe is infinite? I mean, you're coming up with conclusions that I don't think we just, have any yeah. anything for. As just a okay. very, very quick aside, do you mean that in infinite universes, there will always be a version of the universe that includes uh, a human being that we might identify as a different version of me? Not exactly, but okay. maybe. Like, so you mean like, like the consciousness of Jamie in um, universe uh, C30 or whatever, mm-hmm. when I die, would then move to a different place? Yeah, that will be explaining the next premise because it's okay. how do we travel through time kind of a thing. Like every moment that passes, how do you get to the next moment? And well, so I'll, I'll I- say... That's so, right now, Colton and Jamie. Um, I, I'll entertain this, but I'm hung up on the first premise. Yeah. And because of that, I'm not able to come to a conclusion about it being true because I don't feel like the first premise is fleshed out or justified sufficiently. I, I actually, I'm also at the point where I don't know how the first premise connects to the second. So, um, so it, can so, you can you finish the, the yeah, second? Yeah, finish premise? it. But I'm probably going to step, you know, sit out this one because I okay. I'm done. I'm done after that first premise. I don't think it's justified. Okay. Well, so so Colton, can you finish the uh, second premise? Okay. So the second premise is that um, how t- like how do we move from like one moment to the next? I'm defining a moment as the time it takes uh, the speed of light to travel one plank length, kind of a thing. So. Every, I, I think of those as like frames, kind of a thing. Okay, so and the way we travel from one. You mean very small uh, mom- moments in time? I'm I'm yeah. okay with that working definition for this conversation. Yes. <clears throat> so basically, I think of the way we get from moment to moment is, uh, it's not our atoms physically travel to the next moment. It's more like in like a fourth dimensional. Uh, view of it, our next moment has already been made with our brains in that moment and our brains having the thoughts and memories of all the moments happening before. Okay, so I almost agree with you 100%. The the first part that you said where it's you don't believe that it is our atoms uh, physically moving from one moment to moment. Um, you believe it's a fourth dimensional movement. I agree. I think it's atoms... Uh, I don't know if the word moving is is necessarily correct, but our atoms temporally will say moving from one moment to the next. Um, the part where I have to, I don't even know if it's technically take issue, but ask a follow-up question is when you say the next moment has already been created because has already are, are words that uh, describe events within time. And I don't think that tomorrow has already happened as far as I can define it. So the way I think about that is like time, charge, parity, symmetry kind of thing is once you know where everything is, is a deterministic universe kind of a thing. So whether we're going... Oh gosh, I'm double out of this. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, no. I'm so, sorry. I'm I'm just jumping it like one call all for me. Yeah, all, all Jamie. I'm also mm-hmm. not a determinist. Let's talk about parliamentary procedure. Oh, oh no, please. Okay. You, <laughs> you 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 guys have fun. So, I I I will admit I'm less familiar with the specific term time charge symmetry. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to google it in a in a bit. 
but um, uh, so sorry. Uh, is premise two sort of complete? Because it seems like you're saying that our atoms move through a fourth dimension, and that is their movement through time. So the basic thing is, I don't think of it as movement at all. It would be it's yeah. like different frames in the same movie kind of a thing. I, so, yeah, I understand what you mean. But so the way that um, my understanding as a non-cosmologist, non-PhD holder, uh, non-professional in this field is that that could be described as movement through a fourth dimension. Right. So three uh, dimensions yeah. of space. Uh, one of time, four-dimensional space-time. Mm -hmm. But the uh, point about it not being actual movement, but just being like frames is important because if you cut up the frames of a film and you scatter them around and then you reorganize them so they're in the wrong order, the characters in that film still have the memories of all the frames that came before them, whether or not they're physically next to that previous frame. What? Oh, and that's how you get so, from no, no, no. So, different universes in the cosmos. So here's what I will say is what you're describing is a perspective of our four-dimensional world from either the fifth dimension, the sixth dimension, et cetera. And mm -hmm. um, while I understand the concept, I'm not actually sure where cosmologists are on how much that exists. I think there's a, a, a popular or prevailing view of ten dimensions in space-time or uh, – or not in space time, but ten dimensions. But I, I know, I know, I know, I know exactly how far in the weeds we are. I've been this far in the weeds before, and we'll we'll get back. Um, I usually pull you out of it, Jamie. Yeah, but so. it's it's the collar. So neener neener, trump card. Um, no, because uh, I can just collar. No, I, I, then finish. We got all, all right. the collars. So so yeah, we're 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 coming up on the end of the show. But so I the. Uh, idea here, basically, I'm following you all the way up until um, a thing that could travel through the fifth dimension um, could travel from different points in space-time. The idea that the fifth dimension in our local universe would be connected to another instance of a universe within the cosmos um, is one that I'm not sure that I follow, and I'm also not persuaded that something like a consciousness exists uh, separate than my brain. And I think that's where we would conclude. Or at least where, where I would fall as far as uh, um, the argument you've presented so far. Yeah. All right. Colton, well, hope that helped. Yeah. I, additionally, again, there are going to be a lot more people that have spent a lot more time looking at this in the Talk Heathen Reddit. Reddit slash r slash Talk Heathen uh, please, I'd like to have this conversation because I know I'm going to end up having it again and I'd like to have a more informed view. Is that something that I can persuade you to do? Uh, yes. Cool. Awesome. All right. Talk to you then. Bye. Because I know I can't persuade okay. Eric to, uh, to, to listen to that any longer. Um, no, because it, it was just, it was baseless. I, I mean, you're taking a cool. whole bunch of assumptions and assertions that don't have evidence and don't have backup and then you're making speculation based off of them. And yeah. even if those were true, even if those were true, if I were to create a robot that had consciousness and then copy that robot into another robot, that doesn't mean that I'd moved that robot's consciousness over to another. It means I made a copy of it. So no matter what, even in that assertion, if all of yeah. those things were true, which we have no evidence of, our consciousness still isn't going to go outside of our brain. It just means that 
in an infinite universe, if you give all of those other things, mm-hmm. you might wind up with a copy, but that doesn't mean your consciousness moved at all. Yeah. And because of that, I'm done. I'm so, yeah. so and, and, and not not only that, but I felt so freaking uncomfortable moving uh, forward talking about the hypotheticals at that level. Yeah. That I, I I felt like anything that I did other than trying to be honest with that was me talking out of my ass. Yeah. So so what I wanted to do, even though um, his first premise begins with if um, uh, the cosmos is infinite, infinite, was to get to the point where I felt the argument was weakest, which was. Well, then, with a fifth dimension, consciousness could move from universe to universe. The dimensions are within a universe, and consciousness what? Yeah. Um, talk, talk so anyway, about. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even think you need to do say the first thing. Just consciousness what? Move yeah. on. Yeah. It's it's uh, otherwise it's just <laughs> mental masturbation. Well, it's Saad okay. in Pakistan. I thought you were a fan of philosophy. I am. Okay, um, sorry. And, but 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 I'm also a fan of reality. Saad in Pakistan. You're talking to Eric and Jamie. How's it going? Hi, Eric and Jamie. How are you? Hey. Marvelous. Doing good. I, 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 I want to know a little bit more about the reality that we're in. Maybe you can help us out. What would you like to talk uh-huh. about? Well, I was, first of all, I was recommended to this show by a friend of mine. Uh, and, well, you know, the thing is that I have a lot of fr- friends who are atheists. I was actually rooming. Uh, I lived with a person who was an uh, atheist for one year in college. And Leo? interesting, at the time myself, uh, I, I'm a Muslim, so I was learning my, I, I wasn't, uh, I was, uh, I wasn't practicing a lot, but I was learning the uh, Quran and everything. So, uh, in my opinion, in, 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 in my, in my life experience, I've, I've always felt like there is a God, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to test these things, uh, these things in a test tube or a science lab or any of those things. Uh, a lot of people would tell you that it's blind faith, you know. Well, well, I partially agree to it. If uh, I mean, if everything was created by a divine creator, right, you would expect to have mountains of irrefutable evidence. Otherwise, that God doesn't want you to know about them or doesn't exist. And it's far more likely that that God doesn't exist than stacking on attributes. Right. What evidence do you have about a God ex- God's existence? Well, in my opinion, honestly speaking, it's the Quran. Okay. Why should I care it, about the Quran? Well, well, you know, you'll be speaking to a lot of Christians here, and sure. believe me, if I get into a debate with Christian people, I out of their original sin doctrines and all bunch of stuff about you know how there's one mm-hmm. one God and three persons. Oh all yeah. Those things the, we don't the, believe. In. Yeah, the Trinity you know, is still up. Uh, I, I, uh, we don't, and first of all, Quran pretty much uh, goes gets straight to the point that there's only one God, and that's it. That he didn't okay. have a son, or wasn't he? He was never born of anyone else either. Okay. So, so, so why? Why, why do you think that's true? And mind you, I, did you hear the part where I was talking about the Book of Eric earlier? Because I feel like yeah. this might come up. Yeah, I, I did. I okay, did. cool. So I I'm, I'm going to make that comparison myself. if I need to. I could make a book about myself and right. say I'm God too. Exactly. But then what? And then how am I God? Exactly. Can't do anything. Exactly. So, so that's what, that, that's the point. Is yeah. it is just as useless until you actually can give evidence. Yeah. I, see, I'm doing it sarcastically, trying to prove a point that a lot of these arguments that get brought up about the existence of a God are just as nebulous as any other unproven, unsupported assertion. And so I, I'm using that to, as a shortcut to try and go, 
if that's true, then this is true, and this is obviously not true. So, you know, moving from there. Does that make sense? Well, uh, it, it does. Have you? Okay. Let me ask you something. Have you read the Quran ever? Do you know the history of how it was compiled and how it was written and everything? Not expertly, no, and I don't care. Um, really, I can open no, a I math am. book I, and not have to know the history of mathematics yeah. to understand and test whether or not math checks out. I really don't care. Tell me why it's true well, or how to determine it's true. Well, it was revealed to a prophet. Don't that, care. Tell me how it's true. That was. You're good. You guys are good. No, I, I no, no, no. I'm honest. The thing is, is we've gone off into the weeds a couple times. Yeah. We're toward the end so, of the show. I have two more callers after you, yeah. and so I don't want to beat around the bush. Er- Eric right? is being very time sensitive. I hope that you don't interpret that as oh, anger no. or impatience. No, no. Well, I, I'm I, I'm impatient, but it's not because well, you. I, it's not anger at you. It's 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 possibly we, anger at different ideas. We are very glad you called. We do not get enough calls uh, from uh, Muslims, and uh, therefore haven't done enough research well yeah doesn't matter thank you for calling. either it's true or not true yeah right so you said that there's a prophet you said that there's one god i said that i'm god and that orcs made it to azeroth um by the way uh there was somebody in the live chat who said that uh, orcs are tortured elves that's in lord of the ring that is not in world of warcraft know your lore uh so sod um i don't care show me that it's true and then i'll care and then we can go into the yeah. details how do you know it's true well, let me tell you this much. There were a lot of scientific facts in the Quran itself that people never knew about 1,400 years ago. Yeah, like what? So, I mean, so, well, the, in, in fact, the Big Bang Theory, embryology, all of those things. Are give me one example. I was give me one example yeah, and we'll move forward. Mine. Give me your yeah. best because we don't have a lot of time. Well, well basically, uh, I, I don't exactly remember the verses, but Google's your best friend. There's a, there's a certain part in the Quran that actually explains how you know the Big Bang happened and how the world was created. Really? In fact, the whole process. Yeah, the whole process of embryology is even explained in in in, in the right. more Quranic style. Is it so, is it hidden? Are people reading things into it, or are you saying he's saying in the that there is style. scientific language that actually breaks down science the way we understand it? Um, and we just didn't do anything about it well, for a couple thousand years till we figured it out otherwise. There's a lot of there's a lot of scholarly texts that talk about all the scientific evidence in the Quran. Oh, why do you need and, scholarly and, text? Read the Quran. Doesn't it say it, or do you have to interpret it? You it well. It's, it's, the way the Quran is designed, honestly speaking, it's, certain some things are very self-explanatory. Some things you need to kind of interpret it because you know. Uh, so that's the beauty of the book itself. That sounds you know, like a shitty book. It's, it's, why is it beautiful if it's not direct? Well, you know, it. It. I'll be honest with you. You know, sure. uh, 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 we humans have been, especially in Islam. Well, you know, in Christianity, calls everyone a born sinner, right? In fact, Islam says every that the the humans are the best of all creation. So if you're the best of all creation, we're smart. You really don't think we can understand these things? I mean, come on, we've gone to school, we've gone to college for okay. all these years. Uh, so, 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 there, there are there are things that we still don't understand. Is that something that human beings still do not understand about um, the universe in which we live? I think that you and I, I think that the three of us can agree about that, presumably. Right. Yeah. I, if you know, I'll, I'll tell you something. Uh, if if anything, you know, there's a lot of unsolved, or unresolved mysteries of the universe, and like okay. you, I want to know it too. I really. I think that's great. So here is where I would go with this. You have said that the Quran 
um, should be accepted as true because there are scientific uh, facts in it. If I get a well-written science textbook, it has scientific facts in it. And uh, some of those would lead me to believe that uh, prophets being inspired is not a, a reasonable or realistic belief. Why should I believe this particular book with scientific facts as opposed to a different book with scientific facts? Do you really think 1400 years ago people were thinking about these things? Who else, where else could that knowledge come from? It can come from so, people who are reading their own conclusions yeah. into it. That's where. Well, that's that's just your opinion, right? No, no, it's no, not. No. It, no, no, it's not, Saad. It's just my opinion. Either it's true or not true, right? Yeah. Doesn't that matter? Exactly. Exactly. It, okay, so next time when you call in, get a verse from the Quran, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to a middle school down the street in Texas and I'm going to copy a couple pages from a science textbook into the book of Eric and then I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hold it up against your verse from the Quran and find out which one is clear and direct because either people are reading things into it or we take all the stuff that you're saying is true and that God is there and that God is just a poor communicator or doesn't want people to know or is hiding things in riddles or whatever. Um, either way, that doesn't say a whole lot about your God being very, I mean, good at communicating. Yeah, um, Maybe we're not that smart. <laughs> I think I think Wait, we're smart we're, enough to determine when a book has been created by a culture and we're trying to retrofit it into a a, a time yeah, into know, into our current yeah. understanding yeah. of of the universe. So uh I I would say two things. One, I I think we can have a little bit more time on this call. We're running short on time. Um I would like as Eric referenced for you to call back in and again, I feel like I'm a broken record. The Reddit r slash talk even <laughs> is great because yep. for something like the details of what's in the Quran, um, having those discussions online allows people to reference and look at the specific scholarly articles that you're talking about, which is something that we are going to have difficulty um, doing on the show. So even if you uh, uh, don't make it to the Reddit, um, hopefully you can call back in. But my last sort of question would be, do you believe that the Quran is perfect? Yeah. Okay. So... One of the things that I understand about the, the Quran and the uh, fact that it's written in Quranic Arabic um, and that that is sort of the basis for Arabic dialects the world over, um, one of the things I understand is that the grammar used is inconsistent. So if there were a perfect book and you fa if there were a book that you were looking at and someone said this is written perfectly and then when you were looking through that book you found grammar errors, would that make you more or less likely to believe that that book was perfect? Is that, the, are you talking about the translation or are you talking about the actual Arabic? I, the actual Arabic. So in, in the hypothetical, I shouldn't have brought up the ground. In a hypothetical, I bring you a book and we'll say it's in English. And I say, this book is written perfectly. And you open it and you go, there's a grammar error right here. And I swear loudly and then call my publisher. Um, would you be more or less likely to believe the claim that that book that had a grammar error was perfect? Well, maybe not in this case. Yeah. yeah. So if but, the same thing were shown to be true, if, maybe it is, maybe it isn't at this point, if the same thing were to be sh were shown to be true about the Quran, would that cause you 
to think about the statement that the Quran is perfect in the perfect word of God? You know, uh, I don't know about the, uh, the, the grammar aspect of it because I myself can read Arabic, but I can't really understand it. I, I also read the translation because in Pakistan, the Urdu language is very similar to the Arabic language. Mm-hmm. And however, this, this uses the same script as well. But, you know, if, I, if you ask any Pakistani in Texas, they'll probably tell you that we don't, they, don't, they can't speak Arabic for the life of them. Yeah. But they can understand, uh, you know, they can, they, can, they can just recite it. Like, they can read it. Okay. They can't speak or, or you know. So, uh, the way uh, I, and uh, ever since I was young, I was growing up, we, we were supposed to learn it for the five times prayers and everything. So, uh uh, for, for and I've never encountered any such grammatical errors, and I'm the kind of guy who grew up literally okay. questioning a whole bunch of things about the, uh, Islam too. I grew up literally questioning uh, uh, people who thought they were they knew their stuff, but they didn't. You know, I would ask them st- stupid questions. I mean, I'm sorry, excuse yeah. me. I would ask them questions like, you know, there there's certain part, there's certain Muslims who believe that pornography and music is not allowed in Islam, and I, but I myself was a huge music fan growing up, still am. Right. You know, uh, my favorite band is Def Leppard, by the way. So, uh, so see, Muslims are cool too, by the way. Just letting okay. you know. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I know. Oh. I, I, not I wouldn't only, have a beer yeah. with you. I, I not only. Well, I, I don't know whether he thinks uh, you can have hookah with me. You can have hookah. Yeah, with I was going to say probably, probably he still considers alcohol to be. Uh, I would have wrong, a beer near you. Yeah. <laughs> You can have alcohol with me. I have, there I we go. It. Sit back, listen hey. to music, and we can argue about hey. whether or not your so, Bible, your, so your, your holy book is true. What I, what I will say is, um, just as a quick aside, because Eric is going to cut me off as I as I get into this last part, um, the Reddit <laughs> and callback. But um, but uh, um, what I will say is, one, I can't blame you for not learning Arabic. Holy fuck! Um, no regular verbs. Are you kidding me? Fuck. Um, so sorry. So yeah, it's not an easy language to learn. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, uh, given that you believe that the Quran is the perfect word of God, um, presumably you believe there are no grammatical errors. Yeah. Okay. Presumably. Yeah. So, um, that would be a sort of good thing for us to look at. Um, there was something else I was going to say. Uh, oh, I was going to ask the side question. Wait, what language are you referring to that uses the same script as Arabic? Urdu. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, you learn something new every day. Um, yeah, Urdu, Persian. Uh, I think Urdu. Actually, Urdu. Here's some trivia for you. Urdu is a mixture of Arabic and Persian and a whole bunch of other languages. Ah, okay. I thought. Yeah. I thought that. I thought that Farsi used a different uh, uh, script. In Urdu, in fact, the word namaz, which means prayer, the salah prayer that Arabs say as salah, is namaz is, a, is actually a Persian word. Roza, which means fasting, is a Persian word. Okay. Um, if I ask Lord, another question you. about language, Eric might stab me in the eye. Um, uh, but this is awesome. I don't think Eric's going to let me get away with asking you these questions well, next it, week on the show. When our our, our producer back. has trained yeah. us, and um, um, yeah, and we are already. Yeah. Over time, we want to get to the next so, two callers, and so um, I am so, like fearing the lash yeah, okay, so, right now. So it is I, not Jamie's fault. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, no. You're I'm, fine. Um, things like usually are my fault, so you, you, you can be, you can't be blamed for for jumping to that conclusion. Um, what I will say is, I, I hope that you call back next week and 
please, at the you know, even if you don't want to have discussions on the Reddit, email us because I, it's yeah, I have more questions. Um, yeah, I should have brought Quranic evidence. Honestly speaking, that was well, uh, that that should have been something I did, but I probably overlooked it. Uh, because I wasn't, I wasn't aware of what kind of questions you'll be asking me. Yeah, and, and uh, you know what? I can't this. blame you for not bringing citations. <laughs> um, yeah, and I can't really say it myself. Always, this is the worst, or this is the worst, because I'm misquoting a religious book. You know. Uh, also, like I said, I've I've questioned a lot of things about a lot of a lot of a lot of, lot of so-called scholars to mention about how oh, this isn't allowed, this is not haram, this is haram. I would I would I would be totally anti-haram police in, in back home, I mean in Pakistan. Good so I would I, I learned a lot of things. In fact, I learned a lot of things that music and pornography are actually all right. I learned like through uh, through professor of Islamic studies back in what we what we call O levels is what eleventh grade is in America. Mm-hmm. So he taught me those things, and I was like, in fact, he told me that like, you really think I'm a fan of Aristotle the Metallica? Was that you kidding me? Because yeah. you never expect a religious yeah. person, a pious so, man, to listen to music like this, yeah. you know? So, yeah. so, so our our producer is in is in our ear yeah. now a little um, bit, and, and um, I actually have one thing really quickly for you, and that is when I was a believer, um, I it was brought to my attention that if you look at the can of Monster Energy Drink, that the claw marks of the monster. Uh, each individual claw mark looks like the Hebrew, uh, yeah. the sixth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. It's not. That and alphabet. because of that, it creates a 666, which is the sign of the devil. And therefore, <laughs> it is a veiled, uh, you know, yeah. sa- sa- satanic message. Ooh. And that if you're smart enough, you can get to understand. Yeah, that, and their motto is unleash the beast. Yeah, they're unleash the beast. Do you think that that sounds remotely plausible, or do you think that sounds silly? Uh, it's a whole bunch of bits. It's like it's like those people who saying that you can reverse songs and like yep. California talked about Satan. And it's and exactly how I feel when I hear people talk about what is haram. Yeah. Well, it's also it's exactly how I feel when people say, "Ooh, I've found scientific evidence in um, the in, Quran." In the Quran, yeah. In the same way that they um, find uh, satanic evidence. On, on, on the, the can, can of monster, monster energy drink. But we okay, are yeah, we're absolutely on. on the wire. Take care, man. Please, please, at the very, very least, call back next week. You can email us at mail at uh, talkheathen.com or find us on Reddit at r- reddit slash r slash talkheathen. Yep, take care, buddy. Um, yep. Yeah, Peace. Last but not last, finally, just want to say one thing to you guys. You know, I, I myself am a seeker of knowledge just like you guys. Beautiful. I really want to get that. Respect you guys. I'm not going. To, I didn't take yeah. any offense to whatever you guys said. That's, I, that's, I appreciate. Uh, that's you, what I've been raised to believe too. Uh, you know, I've, I've talked to a whole bunch of people. I've lived with an atheist person, so I know how it is. So I know <laughs> all the arguments that you guys were going to bring to the table. But it's fun, honestly. You know, you guys do a job. So yeah. thank you, brother. I really yeah. appreciate that. All right, we do got to go. All right, all right, bye, bye. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Edmund in Massachusetts. How Hello. are you? Hello. Good. We're short Marvelous. on time and I feel really it bad. It says right here that you want to talk about the ways people suspend reason. Yes. Yes, that is true. So I was hoping you guys can help me out, flesh out uh, an idea that can kind of 
be bothering me. Let's uh, let's get it in a like, nutshell so that we can try and get. I, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I well, I, yeah, we, I generally I want to kind of skip the lead up and I, get into the yeah, meeting one time. It's nothing about Edmund. Okay. Edmund, I'm sure you're a wonderful sure, person. Sure. No worries, no worries. So first of all, I wanted to ask if you guys, if we all agree that religiosity and belief in the supernatural, blah blah, is one of these human ideas that kind of suspend reason. There, it's a proposition that asks you first and foremost to suspend your logic and. Turn off your brain. In certain Are we areas. In that? Yeah, I would. I would say that. I would say that in general, it. Uh, I. I find insufficient uh, reasons and certainly insufficient evidence to conclude that the supernatural exists. I mean, I've met right. plenty of religious right. people who, though they are heavily indoctrinated, are still able to use reason. So I wouldn't go mm-hmm. so far as to say that it suspends okay. reason everywhere. But certainly Not everywhere, but for, for the specific concept yeah. of the existence of, you know, something yeah. something supernatural for that particular level corner. And then my follow-up question would be, should we try, you know, as a society or a, or a group of people uh, to minimize these ideas in, in our society or to try to minimize the propositions that lead to the suspense of reason? And what do you in, in general, I think that we should favor uh, reasonableness over uh, a lack of reasonableness and that scientific right. skepticism is the best way to understand um, the world around us and come to uh, beliefs that are more likely to be true. All right. Good. So in, in, then that's kind of the point where my question that has been bothering me comes in. I would really appreciate if you guys can help me flesh it out. Like the concept of monogamy and traditional binary families, that kind of um, idea that you shall love a person for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. blah, 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 kind of has the same feeling, the same kind of color smells like religiosity and belief in the supernatural. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's basically, to me, it has been this idea in my mind that it's kind of this one, ex- one, o- one other example of human behavior that kind of requires you to turn off your reasoning and turn off your your logic. And hence, kind of, if, if you put it in the Sam Harris kind of focus lens, it's not one of these things that helps us maximize well-being and, you know, minimize unnecessary suffering. But regardless of all of these, everyone is, you know, very normalized in accepting, oh, yeah, you know, you have your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, Everyone will go on and build a binary family. Everyone gets married and gets congratulations. It doesn't go into the same level of scrutiny as we put, you know, modern okay. religions and pull out the bullshit. And I, it's kind of been bothering me. And I just wanted you guys to help me figure out where my fallacy is in that trail of reasoning. Okay, so um, what I'm hearing you describe is uh, a that you are questioning uh, social norms and mores, specifically with the regard to. Uh, lifelong committed monogamy to a specific person. And what I would say is placing that in the same category as believing in fairies is, I think, a miscategorization because a belief in fairies is a statement about the way the world does work, you know, with mm-hmm. physics, etc., and a statement of you should get married and stay married for your entire life is a statement of what you should do, right? So... um in the same way that uh, our culture teaches us to wipe our feet when we enter a building, uh, modern American culture prevailingly um, supports right. monogamy as the norm. And what I would say is 
Yeah, if you have questions about whether or not aspects of culture are beneficial to human beings, that's certainly something that should be discussed. But claiming that it is false is a mistake because it's not a statement right, of fact. Right. It's a no, statement I agree, of I agree with you. And I always, you know, try to massage what I'm thinking in order not to make that mistake. It's more it's more kind of like you're thinking when when I'm thinking all of the patterns that religiosity shows, like, you know, it's everywhere you go go buy eggs and you see 500 churches or you open a movie and you you see God being called upon and whatever, it's kind of the same pattern. So I agree with you. I'm not, I'm trying not to make the miscategorization, but I'm, I'm seeing, you know, it, it walks like a duck. It ah. walks like a duck. It's yeah. like, so, so what a duck in the end of the day, maybe it's not a duck, but yeah. should we raise our level of awareness to the point yeah. of questioning, so, hey, the same kind of algorithm we're using to tear down all the bullshit with regards to religion, maybe we should use them here as well. Maybe there's something behind that particular duck. Yeah, I, I think that I can agree with you. I think that if you're saying that you see something similar in people that do not question their religious belief and, or rather, the, the act of not questioning your religious beliefs and the act of not questioning, um, the social mores that you accept, um, I think I can agree with you that uh, things that humans do and things that humans believe should be critically examined. Right, right. And and with with specific focus on this, you know, the, the monogamy kind of thing with respect to, you know, another, the thing that has been kind of stuck in my mind is this idea that we kind of left unaccounted the amount of suffering that goes into this idolization of a single person also with respect to you know uh, interpersonal relationship like like me and you or even me you and the kids that are gonna spring up from that relationship especially when i compare it in my mind with an alternative i don't know an an alternative could be more community-based where you know the chances of you growing up with a shitty parent kind of get less and less the more people you have to identify as your parents kind of you know i don't know yeah. it's, it's I, kind of a very raw idea in my mind but there are a, <laughs> a, there are a lot of very interesting points to examine about this and let me tell you why this is a perfect discussion for our reddit reddit slash r slash talk even because there is a lot of research into child development and um best ways of raising children, et cetera. And those would be references that I would need to look at before I right. made a statement about uh, nuclear families versus individual, you know, over what, I, I'm not a psychologist, certainly not a developmental one. Um, and what I would say is, you know, it, as far as your personal life goes, as long as everyone involved is informed and enthusiastically consents, Go for it, man. Well, yeah, um, yeah. Additionally, I would point you to uh, two shows that the ACA does produce, Parenting Beyond Belief and Secular right, Sexuality. Right, right. Um, Ooh, but Secular Sexuality would be great I for this. Yeah. All right. Um, but, but, yeah, but we've got our producer in our yep. ear again. He's, I think yeah, at this point he's just trying to see how fast we can go. Take care, buddy. Uh, one last question. Yeah, what's one up? last huh? question, guys. Do, do you know any kind of atheist groups in Massachusetts because we're pretty dry up here? Ooh, um, so, uh, actually, we do have people reach out, and they do reach out on the Reddit. Yeah. Go to the reach Reddit. Out, reach out the, on the Reddit and, and send us an email, and we'll see if we know anyone. Also, okay. Google's great. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. Take care. I, I feel like I just snarked someone. Yeah, and also Google's great for that. That was not my intent. But yeah. I, The only thing that I would add to it is um, kind of uh, a, a version of what you were saying at the very end. And that is that if people want a couple, then um, couple. 
Um, I've learned more and more and more that it is more of a sociological imperative that I've learned and that there are people who have happy, fulfilled relationships that are not monogamous and I'm still learning about it and I had a huge backlash myself. I didn't even realize that was something that I felt uncomfortable about yeah. until I approached it. And when I, when I approached it, I went, holy crap, that's the same uncomfortable feeling when I realized that, holy crap. So I get it, but that doesn't mean that you're wrong. That just means that you might have a different opinion or you yeah. might be less understanding of other people's opinions on it. And so it's worth opening up about, even if you still have the same conclusion that you want to have a monogamous relationship or you know whatever else, but it does help. So yeah. It doesn't mean you're wrong. It means that you shouldn't let uh, an unspoken, unreasoned feeling uh, determine what you do and what you believe. Exactly. Ron, in Florida, you're talking to Eric and Jamie. Thank you for waiting so long. How's it going? Anytime. Um, hope you guys are doing well. I will make this quick so the producer is not yelling in your ears. Um, <laughs> we we, we and, wanted to make time yeah. for you while we could. We've got a couple minutes. What's <laughs> yeah. up, buddy? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So um, I am sort of new on this atheistic journey, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and one of my friends suggested to me um, going to a universal Unitarian. Mm -hmm. uh, you? I don't know if I could call it a church. Yeah, it is. I mean, um, it, but they consider themselves Pentecostals don't call it a church, but... But I you use call themselves Yeah. <laughs> Now, I yeah. grew up Baptist, and, uh, and you know, you're um, not my denomination. You're probably not a church, so. So yeah, well. Yeah. So your but, friend suggested you go to a Unitarian Universalist church. Are you Are you wondering right. if that's a good was, idea? Well, yeah, I was wondering if if that is, I guess, considered religious. You know, looking at uh, the website uh, for the particular one that's in my area, um, it talks about spiritual growth and I'm kind of a little bit iffy, you know, <laughs> there, there are certain, certain things for me right now that fall into the category of if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck. Holy I, moly. You know, Wait, that's, there's a lot of, back, that's funny. There's a lot of ducks on this episode. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so, so I know how to define duck properly anymore. So Ron, so, um, oh, I, oh, I just wanted a little bit of, advice with regards to that. Actually, can I give a quick shout out as well? Yeah, go for it. Um, to the call screeners, because I actually had another question. Yes, Kelsey, you're amazing. The call actually cleared another one up for me, so that Cheers. will also help in mm -hmm. preventing the producers from screaming in your ears. <laughs> Love so, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so to go. just trying to find out about you, you no worries. Okay, so what I would say, geez, I'm picking it up from you. I never said what I would say until anyway. Ron, in my experience, UU churches have been a really fun, exciting place to go. You do not have to be specifically religious. And in fact, I've met plenty of atheists there. The thing is, I've met a lot of wooey atheists there. It's not necessarily a place where skepticism lives. It's a place where community, kindness, compassion are. Um, and I would say that if that's what you have access to, then go get some community. But I would definitely warn you, um, be patient with the woo because it is yeah. super yeah. real. Um, th again, that doesn't mean that they are 
bad or mean. It just means that they might have some pseudo-spiritual beliefs that don't necessarily hinge on a god, but... You know, as far as I'm concerned, I think UU churches are yeah. a really nice place for people to get together, even if they don't aren't skeptics. It's yeah. it's nice. So what I will say is, in my yeah, in my experience, yeah, they could be I, different. I'm I'm pretty sure that they're uh, not going to hate you, but I think when you go, you're going to think they're wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So as far as man, I really want community. I don't know how active you were in your church or how much that major. Um, social life and how much that's been impacted by you leaving the church. You, you, I, people go to UU churches, you know, uh, all the time for community. There's the infrastructure. There's the people there. If what you're looking for is other people and community, that's a place to find it. Um, I would also encourage you to, to look for, um, local secular groups in your area. Um, yeah. Yep. You guys both just hit the nail on the head for me. Um, yeah. the thing not that gonna, the oh. call center helped me out with was, um, I am looking for community and just some, some local support, um, on this journey out of, you know, what I once believed. Mm-hmm. And, um, it is a, the, the heavy thing in my mind right now is I was active in my church and that community is lacking, right? So part of it was trying to get some resources to find something local to me. And mm-hmm. then also because of the suggestion of a friend of mine, I was looking at that more of a community thing. But then once I started kind of researching it a little bit and looking into it, um, I've, I've got a daughter. So that was something that kind of gave me pause because I'm seeing these things that are kind of like, ah, this, this might just be a different form of a church, if you will. So, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I've found a whole lot less bigotry. Um, well, I, I think, I, are you, is your concern indoctrination? And just sort yeah, of like... More, more so, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. trying to, you know, what, one of the beneficial things that you guys have just talked about. So I, I've been listening to ACA stuff on YouTube for probably a good three weeks now. Ah, and nice. I have like and subscribe. Was parenting Beyond Belief, right? Obviously, yeah. parent. And yeah, so yeah. a lot of that is just not wanting her life to start off with that indoctrination, if mm. you will. So that that's the thing that kind of gave me pause, and I was like, "Well, let me ask. Wouldn't hurt, you know." Sure, I, I definitely. Yeah, giving your daughter the best education possible and, and knowing all of the different things is fantastic. And I would say that you definitely don't want to insulate yourself from other opinions, especially when you know if that is the best available. You know, you don't want to. Right push it away and but uh, you do have great community that you can get online right here and um, I wish you the best man and I love that you brought up Parenting Beyond Belief because that is a show that not everybody knows about Parenting Beyond Belief is an ACA production and it has Claire Wolner mm-hmm. who's from Godless Bitches and who's also the president of Foundation Beyond Belief yeah. uh, it has Dale McGowan author of Parenting Beyond Belief the, the book. book that it's named after yeah it has uh, Joy Heinrich who also um, did a, a book about parenting it's also Mandisa Thomas founder and president of Black Nonbelievers is often on and is one of the regular hosts yeah. that cycles through um, Kendall Hopkins it's it's yeah, it's a it, pretty star-studded cast I really enjoyed I wish more people got to find out about it I'm glad you mentioned yeah. it 
Yeah, but, and I would say um, we we kind we got to wrap this up uh, here. But what yeah. I would say is keep us updated, Ron. Um, send send email to mail at talk even. Um, uh, I feel like that's more of a actually if you're uh, on Facebook at all or willing to tolerate having a Facebook at all, um, it's worth it to have the. ACA Productions or um, Atheist Experience Official Discussion Group, just because that's, I mean, online community is not the same and it is not a replacement for it, but it can be very helpful because, you know, uh, oh my gosh, you know, this person was trying to tell my daughter at the grocery store that everything was made by Jesus. Uh, having, uh, you know, 10 people respond, yeah, I hate when that happens, is is a really cathartic thing. So I would encourage you to to join that and keep us updated. Cheers. Indeed, we'll do it. I'm sure um, as I start to get involved with um, some of the local resources that uh, the call screen helped me out with, we'll try and um, connect our area with you guys' organization as well to you know, try and grow it here locally as well. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. uh, Chelsea, thank you so much for helping out. Yeah. Uh, Ron, take care. Have a good one. Yeah. And let's get some love well, things. Uh, Eric's you know, got some uh, announcements over, to announce. Uh, over a thousand people watching, 1156. Yes. And um, how many likes do we have? Is 236. It? Um, wow. I, I, I really love some subscribes. Uh, that would be that would be nice. I mean, um, other than that, I might like the way my voice sounds. But when I say like and subscribe, please do. It's very helpful and more people will see us. One more thing. And it's free. Uh, oh, Caitlin Smart. Yeah. Uh, we saw you're back in the hospital. We hope you get better. We're thinking mm-hmm. about you. Um, come see us at American Atheist Convention. Yeah. And can. this next weekend, the la- this is the last time people are going to be able to hear us say it. Uh, International oh, Atheist yeah. Day, the 23rd, yeah. this upcoming Saturday. Get your butts to Austin. We're going to have a star-studded cast speaking at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And after that, we're going to be going on to the speaker series and food. And it's just amazing. Yeah. So come on down. It's free. Just get down here. And Jamie, you ready? Two locations, almost a dozen speakers. And you can bet that uh, when I'm emceeing, I'm going to mention on that stage um, that... Uh, if you uh, if that if you don't believe you should be able to find community everywhere and you should recognize that the twenty third of March <laughs> is an international day of solidarity. Wear green. For all of I us. know today's St. Patrick's Day. The, the green and we're wearing circles. green. Yeah. But, so it's, uh, it's a it's yes. international. There is the hardworking crew with a call Hello, screener hard, and all the people crew. that make this possible. We may talk and be on camera and under pressure, but, but they do the harder work and more complicated work. Damn straight. Um, you guys. And, you know, we'll be there telling believers that we don't hate you, we just think you're wrong. G- I said all of wait, it. Nothing wait, no. for if, Eric. If you do believe we don't hate you, Bye-bye. we just think you're wrong. They love me more. Oh, they never cut it yes, fast they do. enough. <laughs> <laughs>
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.